0: Hello my angels and welcome to the second episode of Lexicon of Life. My name is Alexia, Uh, you can call me Lexi, I will be your host for these episodes of course. And welcome, this episode we are going to be talking about why does Instagram hate me? So I know a lot of business owners feel this way because it is so damn hard to be on an app that is just constantly changing and... All these things are, you know, you're trying to keep up with just running your business and then you've got to deal with this stuff on top, which is algorithms and posting and content and all this other shit that goes along with it. So today we're going to talk about how to make Instagram your best friend and coming from experience as well and a few strategies on how you can best show up on the gram. So I wanted to start each podcast episode with a little bit of a mantra that I want to do because I feel like it's going to be nice and grounding and we don't really do this a lot during our day. So if you want to do it with me, that's cool. So this is just a few steps um, to get you kind of in the zone. So take a deep breath, unclench your jaw, Relax your shoulders, observe your emotions, and be ready for whatever comes your way, good or bad. Okay, now that you're all ready to take on board what I have to say, let's dive right in. So obviously, yes, today's topic is about Instagram, and more specifically, uh, what the platform does for creatives and small business owners and creators, but more so why it hates us so much Um, It does seem like that too, doesn't it? I guess in some way. So this kind of comes to mind because there's a new trial that's happening within Instagram. They have selected a few accounts to trial this new resharing of stories. So essentially they don't want people to be able to share stories straight from if you've seen a post. So obviously you see a post on your feed and you like it, you want to share it to your story. You just click that little paper plane button and then obviously it's on your story there you go but now they're trialing this new thing where if you see a story or you like one not a story a post (laughs) if you see a post and you want to share it to your story you'll basically need to go through like five extra steps to get to hit share to story this kind of reminds me of when we saw likes disappear back in 2019 Um, They were trialing that for a bit and then they kind of made it a mandatory thing. And now you can choose either or to see likes, um, the amount of likes that you get on a post or other people's posts. So I think that this trial is going to stick and stick around, which is not great for small business owners. So, okay, so why do you, why should we care about this new story reshare? Well, I'll break it down for you. So instead of seeing a post and instantly sharing it onto your stories... You'll have to save it first, so you click that little kind of save button on the right-hand side at the bottom of a post. Then you'll have to go into your story separately, hit create mode, and from there, hit this little smiley button, which is sitting at the top of your screen. And then there comes a drop-down menu, which, you know, it's got like the GIFs and the captions and all that kind of stuff there, but there's a new reshare button that will appear. So from there, you can click on reshare, Go to Saved Posts or Posts that you've just viewed while you were on the app recently. From there, click on that. Then it'll come up onto your, you know, story um, creation. And then you can hit Share to your story. So once you've done, you know, any captions or whatever you wanted to add on there. So there's a five, extra five steps that you have to do to get from the posts that you've seen to sharing onto your story. Yes, apparently this trial is supposed to be cutting down the fact that Instagram thinks people are basically abusing and sharing way too many posts on their stories. But I think it's a way to make money for Instagram. So creators and creatives and small business owners are going to suffer hugely because people are lazy. So if it takes me an extra five steps to do something that used to take me one simple step to do I probably won't do it and much like everyone else if it's not there right in front of your hands ready to go it goes in the too hard basket and that's just how things are today especially running a business um, if people don't have the answers right there and then they're probably not going to go out and find them themselves which is annoying (laughs) to say the least so For small business owners, they actually get less organic reach and exposure if people stop sharing their content and supporting them through their stories. Because obviously I find, you know, um, businesses and all that through my friends' stories and their sharing and stuff all the time. Like I've come across how many small businesses, not just in South Australia, but around the world, that I now follow because a friend has shared on their story. So now to get the same amount of reach and exposure businesses are going to have to put money behind this post to get the same amount of people seeing it which is you know not great instagram not a great way to go okay so that's the recent news so how the hell do we understand and hack into the algorithm and instagram and how do we survive as creators and business owners and just basically keep going how we're going well I've done my best to give you a bit of a breakdown onto what the hell the algorithm means and how to make friends with Instagram. So we'll dive into exactly what algorithm is first. So it's a bit of a buzzword. Obviously, people talk about the algorithm like, you know, there's no tomorrow without truly understanding what the algorithm is talking about or what it is. So people think that it's just one algorithm in Instagram. But there's actually multiple algorithms within the feed. So your feed, your stories, explore, reels, every section in Instagram has its own algorithm. Let's dive into your feed and stories. So this is where you see things from your friends and family and people that you follow. So they rank these posts by the content, who you are, your activity and the engagement on the feed and how many times you've interacted with this particular person or people. So the more often you interact with someone, the more often you're going to see their posts in your feed and in this and their stories as well. So that is pretty self-explanatory and you probably all know that as well. As for Explore, it's a little different because if you go into the little search magnifying glass to search for something, you'll find your Explore page, which is all about new accounts. So, But they actually have stuff that is on your radar already. So, for example, I watch a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I follow a lot of drag queens on Instagram, I follow a lot of RuPaul's fan accounts, and so whenever I go into my Explore page, I am just covered, it's just covered in RuPaul's Drag Race memes, or videos, or whatever, which I love. I love seeing all of that, and I'm really happy that the algorithm has seen that's the content I like to look at. So... For a post to appear in Explore, it's really based on how fast people are engaging with this post, if you've interacted with pages like this, or you've interacted with that page once at least, and what you interact with within Explore in the past. Now, the algorithm for Reels is highly controversial. It's a huge topic within the uh, social media marketing managing community. And there's so many ways that people have debunked the Reels algorithm, but essentially it is all about entertainment and accounts that you don't currently follow. So if you are struggling to see Reels of people that you do follow, it's mainly because you're not supposed to see Reels from people that you do follow because it's supposed to reach out to people that don't currently follow them. So it's a great incentive for people to post Reels because it gives them a whole new audience to reach out to. Which is so cool and small creators are getting are just going gangbusters uh, through reels which is fantastic but it is a really tricky beast to tame at the same time so the reels that you see on your reels tab are based on what you've liked or commented on in the past if you've seen this person's profile once or twice before the audio track and the video quality as well is huge um, especially with what's trending and of course how popular the reel is. So now that you've got a bit of a basic understanding on what each algorithm represents, now we can dive into the strategies for taming the algorithms and all of their beasts and all that shit. So very keen to get into this with you. Here's my seven tips on how to make friends with Instagram. Tip number one, be active but not all day. You might have been a bit worried because people are like oh you should be you know engaging all the time you should be on instagram all the time and it will reward you yes that's true but you don't actually need to be stuck on your phone all day on instagram and for it to like you and to share your shit right So if you roughly know what time you're going to post something on your feed, whether you've scheduled it in or not, my advice to you is to spend 15 minutes before that post goes live on engaging with other pages, replying to DMs and comments on your page and post some stories as well, whether it's like interactive polls or questions or whatever. So definitely engage with your audience and within your profile at least 15 minutes before your post goes live. Once your post goes live, you'll probably need to spend another 10 minutes being active on the feed, either engaging and commenting on other people's posts or reels or whatever. So my advice to you is if you're posting a reel, engage on reels that day. If you're posting a photo or a carousel or whatever, engage with posts and photos and all that on that day, um, as well as sharing like your actual post, reel, whatever, onto your stories. It's a little hack that you know brings your time spent on instagram down to just 30 minutes a day where you don't have to do that you know you don't have to be on the gram all day and it really works well if you're posting like a few quite a few times a week as well tip number two is post consistently but not every day so (laughs) i've seen a lot of social media managers say you need to post multiple times a day seven days a week who has the fucking time to do that? I don't have the time to do that. That's just nuts. But there is some truth to what they say because it essentially, I'll get into that in a second. But my advice to you is if you're a small business owner and you're pretty strapped for time, I would say aim for three or five posts a week, whether it's a reel, video, post, carousel, whatever. Whatever fits your business and your timeline. That's what will work for you because that's what the quality is going to come through that, which I will touch on as well in a moment. Instagram loves being in a routine and it loves knowing when you're going to post. So, and it's good for you because then you can just have a posting schedule and stick to it and you don't have to change anything, especially if it works. So choose certain days that work for you and that work in your favor as well with your audience. On the same day, do your posts, do your stories, you know, make it just bulk do it. And it's also, but it's also good to do stories. I like to do stories on my non-posting days because it keeps my profile in the forefront of my followers' minds. You know, you're always kind of up on that tab a bit higher, which is great because everyone kind of looks at stories um, every day. I mean, I do anyway. I don't know about you. Um, yeah. So depending on how quickly you want to grow your following, it needs to coincide with your posting cadence. The more you post, equals the more people you reach, equals more followers or possibly more followers. So. If you want to gain, you know, 500 followers in the next few months, then post every single day, multiple times a day, but don't post shit quality stuff. So obviously quality over quantity every single time wins. But if you want to post multiple things, you know, even five posts a week is a lot to figure out what is going to be quality for your audience. So posting a shit quality image or video just for the sake of posting or posting something that doesn't really connect with your audience or it's even on brand with your business, there's no point because it's actually hurting your profile at the end of the day. So stick with quality content that your followers want to see, which funnily enough leads into the third tip, which is make it quality. I'm not just talking about the posts, obviously. Which is important, but yes, the quality of your images and videos are crucial to getting your shit seen. So the algorithm knows that there's a blurry, pixelated video or photo in there and it doesn't want others to see it because it's a bad, it's a reflection of them, right? So your aim is to get a good quality photo or video and make it click worthy. So, like a striking photo or like a really awesome video that you just can't take your eyes off of. You need and people want to hit like, and they want to comment because it's just so amazing. You need to create content that your ideal customer wants to see. Whether you are a service or a product based business, you need to post something of value and quality that people will interact with, and that the, the your dream client will interact with as well. Another great thing is if you are a bit stuck on, say, you don't have you know the best camera or the best phone to take photos. Find content that sparks conversation or helps you bond with your audience. My biggest thing that I've done this year is get Canva, which um, you can have for free or you can get the pro account. And it has been an absolute lifesaver. Not only does it come up with all these templates and things that, you know, I wouldn't be able to do. I'm not a graphic designer. I could not work Photoshop for the life of me. Canva is like Photoshop for dummies, basically to put it in a nice way. (laughs) So if you don't want to keep posting photos or videos or whatever, go into Canva and have a look at some of their templates that they've got there to, yeah, just help you out a little bit, you know, who, who doesn't need a little help now and then. Tip number four is hashtags are your friends. So I remember when I first got Instagram in 2012, that's when Instagram was maybe two years old at this stage. So I still have memories pop up of literally like Instagram just being so bad. (laughs) We used to think hashtags were uncool. Wasn't a very cool thing to post. If you've got hashtags in your caption, like, you're pretty uncool, right? Like, it's just not the hip thing to do. Anyway... And some people still think that way, which is fine. Kudos to them, whatever. Doesn't bother me. But hashtags for businesses, especially, are a great way to get new people to see your shit, especially because now you can follow a hashtag feed. So if you go into a hashtag, you can actually follow the feed and it'll come up in your, just in your regular profile stuff with all your friends and family. You'll see people using this hashtag from all over the world and you'll be able to interact with these posts. So, and likewise, people if you're using a hashtag, people will likely interact with your posts. Which is also good and a great thing to do when you're doing that 15 minutes before and 10 minutes after a post. You'll really uh, see quite a nice difference with people who are interacting with your stuff. As well as recent news is that Instagram is wanting you to use hashtags in your caption and not in the comment section. So they've just brought this news out probably like last week. So you need to start putting your hashtags in your captions straight away. As soon as you've got a post ready to go, make sure your hashtags are there. They're relevant you don't need thirty hashtags anymore, as well, which is like mind blowing. Probably need maybe ten to fifteen. So I would say have maybe like five to ten hashtags that you use consistently on every single post that is related to your business, and then another five to ten that are specific to that post. So hashtag business bitch, or whatever I don't know, I'm just coming up off, off the cuff here. Boss chicks, whatever could be a hashtag that you use all the time and then hashtag beauty blender for example could be your specific one if your, you know your product is showing off a beauty blender stuff like that um, really helps just get your business out there a little bit more and you know instagram will love you for it love 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 you okay the fifth tip which is huge i cannot stress this enough I cannot stress this enough do not buy followers please please do not buy fake accounts fake followers whatever it is so tempting i've been there i've wanted to buy them please do not buy them because it fucks up your account so bad so instagram knows when you're sleeping when you're awake and when you have fake followers it works around the clock to shut down fake profiles bots whatever so if you had fake followers which is fine no judgment but don't do it again (laughs) um You will see a dive in your numbers. And now you know why. Because those bots are disappearing big time in troves. Okay. So please do yourself a favor. Do not buy fake followers. It is so bad for you. And also that's not the point, I guess, of having Instagram and having a business. It's not about the followers that you have. It's about the engagement that you get. From your followers, because you could have, you know, I've seen pages with fifty thousand followers, and then they have three comments on each post. It's like you can tell that that shit is fake, and especially a lot of influencers out there have fake followers and very very little engagement. So there's actually tools that you can use to see someone's engagement rate. Social Blade um, is great. So socialblade.com, I'm pretty sure, and it helps businesses see someone's profile and the interaction that they get on a profile so a really good engagement rate is around three percent um one percent is not great and anything above three around three to six is like really really good really good you know now you're probably going to go into social blade and look up your own profile don't be alarmed if it is one percent or two percent whatever you can fix it by not buying fake followers will really help you um in the future so don't freak out don't buy fake followers Believe in yourself, your shit is great. Just keep doing what you're doing and the people will show up, I promise. Okay, now that I'm done with my rant, <laughs> tip number six get onto Reels like yesterday. So, Reels have just had their first birthday and it is becoming a huge, huge draw card for businesses because, hello, TikTok was massive, right? It is massive. And Reels are like, you know, it's smart for them to bring something like that onto Instagram and keep you on the feed. That's what they did with stories because everyone was using Snapchat and now no one's basically using Snapchat anymore. Everyone's staying on Instagram. For your business you might be afraid to try reels because oh people are showing their face on there or I don't know what to do or I'm not good with the camera or I don't know how to use it. Like literally just try it because you're stopping you're stopping yourself and you're selling yourself short by not getting into reels and just trying it for yourself. What is the harm? Who, what do you have to lose? Seriously, you'll be fine. It's not are you going to die? No. So, just try reels. My advice for you is look at similar accounts to yours, similar businesses. See what they're doing on reels if they are and take inspiration from there. So, make it fun, make it exciting. It's supposed to be entertaining. So, the worst thing is seeing, you know, a trending audio with a video that doesn't match. So have a look around. Yes, Reels take way more time, way more energy to post than a regular photo or whatever. But what you can gain from Reels is tenfold, because you end up putting yourself out there to this massive audience that has no idea who you are never seen you before and they find your post engaging or interesting or hey i want to know what this person has to say more of so they're going to follow you sometimes the less effort you put into a reel the better as well i mean i've i found the more effort i put into a reel sometimes it doesn't pay off and yet sometimes it does so it it really does depend it's a bit hot and cold and it's a lot a lot of trial and error so i've had reels that flop i've had reels that have gotten thousands and thousands of fault of you know views. Just make sure that your reels are something that you want your ideal customer or your client to see. My advice is aim for reels that go from 8 to 15 seconds. It doesn't have to be massive. If it's more like a cooking thing or whatever, go for the full 60 seconds or 30 seconds, whatever reels will let you do. That's totally fine. But make the first 5 seconds your hook because It's so, so easy to scroll past reels. Make your reel stop someone's thumb in its tracks, whether it's with a really cool hook or the sound or visually it's amazing or, I don't know, the text that you put on the reel. Just make it fucking count and make it good. Now we're on to the seventh and final tip is post content at your optimal time. You can post seven days a week, multiple times a day if you want, but if your followers are not online, or your ideal customer is not online there is absolutely no point you're basically posting to a ghost including myself so many people search on google what the best time to post is so i mean like i've done it people have done it it's a thing but the best way to see when your followers will be active is by looking at your own insights so go onto your profile click on insights deep dive into that shit spend a few minutes on there looking at your profile your engagement rate your followers your activity whatever and adjust accordingly. Do this every week, at least once a week. Look into your insights. You can look at the past seven days, 14 days, 30 days. You can even go beyond that and make a custom amount of time that you wanna see, even I think maybe even up to six months. Don't quote me on that, I'm not sure. I hope hope that you can do that. So look at your insights often. Change things that you need to change. So rule of thumb is most people are using the app midweek. So I know that I use it at lunchtime, midday, and there's a lot of people that use it frequently on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday basis while, while they're at work and at nighttime. But people are less likely to look at Instagram during the day on Saturdays and Sundays. But they can look at it at night on Sundays, Monday night, whatever. It really does depend on your optimal time and days within your own following. And then look at how you can expand that unfortunately there is no one massive hack one trick to define when you're going to get the most people seeing your stuff but the insights is a really great guide and somewhere to start okay so wow that ended up being a lot longer than i expected but good advice for small business owners and creatives who thinks that instagram hates them i know that i think instagram hates me all the time i've had Reels, drafts, deleted. I've had, you know, the Instagram app just completely shit itself on me. So I've been there, done that. Let's recap how to make the Instagram algorithm your friend. Tip number one, be active, but you can only do this for 30 minutes a day is fine. Tip number two, post often, but you don't need to post every day. Just do it when it works for you. Tip number three, make it quality in both your images, videos, and in the actual content that you provide your followers. Tip number four, hashtags are your friend and use them in your captions all the time. And you don't have to use 30, you can use 10 to 15 is fine too. Tip number five, don't buy your followers. Just don't, don't do it. Please don't do it. Tip number six, get into reels and do it with, you know, everyone's new, Every like, you know, everyone's fucking shit scared of reels. So you're all in the same boat, you're not alone. Just do it, try your best. It's all trial and error at the end of the day. And tip number seven, post at your optimal time and days. So go into your insights and have a sauce. It wouldn't be our Lexicon of Life podcast without a word of the week. So this segment is to give you some more vocabulary, basically, and help you find words that you probably wouldn't use in your everyday life, which you can use in everyday life. So this week's word is confabulate, which means to conversate or have a conversation So I encourage you to use this instead of the word conversation and see how that goes with your family, friends, colleagues, whatever. And yeah, good luck. See how that goes because it is a very interesting word. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did or didn't, please feel free to leave a review. Nonetheless, I would love to hear some of your feedback. And if you want to get to know me and my business a bit more, just search thelexicon.com.au in Instagram or Facebook or you can type that in my URL. (laughs) Thank you for listening. It has been a pleasure to chat with you guys. Peace and love, best wishes, warmest regards. My name is Lexi, and I will see you next time around.